Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Ah, hello, 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 and welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, wherever you may be getting your podcast from, SoundCloud.com, Google Play Podcast, Spotify, and now on YouTube. Guys, we got a loaded show for you all, so let's go ahead and get started with biggest news in Falcons free agency, and that is defensive end Adrian Claiborne is coming back to the Atlanta Falcons for a one-year Four million dollar contract. Uh, he was recently signed with the Patriots and was released during free agency. And the Falcons, like, we need more of an aggressive defense. And Adrian Claiborne is that person. So going into the stats right here, free agent defensive end Adrian Claiborne is, of course, headed back to the familiar territory of the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons signed Claiborne to a one-year contract. The team announced Tuesday, according to the NFL Network's Tom Palesso, Claiborne's deal is worth up to $4 million. ESPN first reported the signing. Claiborne, who turns 31 July 6, spent three seasons with the Falcons from 2015 to 2017 before signing with the New England Patriots in 2018. He entered the league in 11 as the first-round pick with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Falcons had a need on the defensive line excuse me, and recently hosted Tyler Davison for a free agent visit. On his career... The six foot three, two hundred eighty pound Claiborne has appeared in ninety five games with forty one sets totaling thirty two and a half sacks and ninety quarterback hits. He recorded a career high of nine and a half sacks and seventeen quarterback hits hits in a single season while with the Falcons in two thousand seventeen. Uh, with Adrian Claiborne coming back to the Falcons, uh, like I said, he is definitely one of those. Great defensive players that can be nasty and at the same time do it without making the penalties uh, a huge thing because a lot of defensive players, you know, they can be nasty, but at the same time, they will give you more flags than anything else. But Claiborne has that balance of more of an edgier, nastier style, but without, but without giving the team a penalty. And I do like that about Claiborne. Uh, his mo- his most quarterback hits was on Dak Prescott in 2017, 
And of course, you know, everybody shows that meme now with the, I think it was, I think it's with the black dude, like sweating, like really heavy. And it says Dak Prescott watching this deal happen with, uh, Adrian Claiborne. I was like, yep, this is it right here. Um, but no, uh, the Falcons are definitely making huge moves now. And this is honestly, I mean, both signings, uh, with all the, uh, the guards and the, tight ends from uh, Tennessee and the Jets and all that, that's great for our offensive line and everything else like that. And with Claiborne being added to this defense, um, the Falcons can spend a lot more cap space within the draft with offensive linemen and defensive players. Me personally, I think what needs to happen, you need to spend your first two picks, if I was the Falcons, Number one on Ed Oliver, uh, which will be the 14th overall pick if he's still available. Um, and the Falcons could possibly trade up to, say, the number eight spot with the Detroit Lions to get Ed Oliver. And, if, and I hope and pray to God, and, and you know, and this could work too in the, uh, the 14th overall pick. But if it ain't Ed Oliver, it needs to be DeAndre Baker from Georgia. Why? Because DeAndre Baker is that elite cornerback that can get you interceptions, that can break up plays with that and make fumbles or incompletes happen. And he does it so well that I mean, it's almost like every play from Georgia from when I'm whenever I saw his tape, I was like, dang, this dude is just monstrous. You know, he he has that high football IQ that the Falcons need. So regardless of whoever it is, it needs to be Ed Oliver or DeAndre Baker from Georgia. But going back to Claiborne uh, with his kind of play style, and let's just say with the drafts of DeAndre Baker, that would be an elite combo because then it's almost like on every kind of single I mean, I know you can't have like quarterback sex on every single play, unless you know, like you're the Jets or the Browns or whatever else like that. But you are more likely to have those, um, either QB sack or an interception, thanks to DeAndre Baker. And then you have also, of course, you know, Ricardo Allen, uh, Tack McKinley, Desmond Trufant. I mean, elite, elite. Defensive player. So this year is going to be a great year for the Falcons um, going forward with the draft and free agency. So I wouldn't be surprised, uh, honestly, if we have at least a double-digit win season. But uh, later in the show, I do want to get to a certain subject that I do want to talk about. But next up, guys, we got the CWL London event coming up very soon if i'm not mistaken i want to say it is may 5th i'm checking my calendar right now um actually that's the end of it actually right there so it actually will start may 2nd if i'm not mistaken and we have our pools available got pool a with 100 thieves optic gaming ignimit 6 nt recessity Pool B is Gen G, Splice, Luminosity, and Denial Esports. C is E United, Red Reserve, Team Envy, and Evil Genius. Pool D is Midnight Esports, Hertix, UIU, and Accelerate. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and grade all these, and then I'm going to give my reason why I'm going to be grading these. Uh, 
So pool A, I will give pool A a B plus in this situation because Hundred Thieves has been a great team. They have figured out everything that they need to go forth with this pro pro league division matchups and head into CWL London. I think they got a great opportunity to make a showcase to the finals. Optic Gaming, on the other hand, has definitely improved themselves more worthy. Um, I forget who it was, uh, but they one of the players has switched to the battery with the war machine, and ever since then, Optic Gaming has been unstoppable. Yes, they lost to the 100 Thieves, and that will actually be the first matchup of the Pool A division is 100 Thieves versus Optic Gaming in the rematch of the Cross Division matchups. In Nimic 6, I feel like they should have been at least in Pool C because they they weren't that great in this in this series matchup. Uh, Team Recessity, or Recessity, I don't know how to pronounce it, guys. I do apologize. But Team Recessity, you know, they're like that average team. You know, you win some, you lose some, back and forth. And Pool Egg, to me, does seem like it's going to be a heavy Optic and 100 Thieves pool area, while Nemesis and Rosacity is going to be kind of like just struggling to even make a loser's bracket final. So Pool A, I give it a grade of B. Pool B, Gen G, Splice, Luminosity, and Denial Esports, I give Pool B at least an A. And here's why, because Genji, Splice, and Luminosity are these three teams that are going to be really, like, kind of almost tiebreakers in the situation. They are doing very well in the Pro League Division matchups, and Denali Sports just is not clicking on all cylinders. Yes, they had a great run in the Fort Worth tournaments, but if I'm not mistaken, I think they got to eliminate that Saturday on the Round 3 matchups uh, but pool B I give it a grade of A because this is going to be a very heavy uh, division right here and it's going to mostly be tied throughout the series until that Saturday round three matchups pool C E United Red Reserve Team Envy and Evil Genius I'm going to give this one a a B minus and here's why I give it a B minus because Team Envy, not clicking on all cylinders. Yes, they were sort of clicking at that first kind of series of going back to the cross-division matchups. But then towards the end, you know, yeah, they won one and then they lost a lot more. It's just Team Envy is just still probably hung over on the World War II World Championships. And they still really have not converted over to this new playstyle, which is Black Ops 4. Red Reserve is still pretty good. I would put them as a heavy favorite as being your Pool C champions in this certain situation. Uh, E United, not really that great. Uh, yes, they are having some very great matchups. I can't wait to see what the entire bracket is going to look like on the first day of CWL London. And Evil Genius, of course, they won Fort Worth. But I think with... This event right here, they're going to be more uh, like, you know, in a kind of like a um, 
like a high phase where they're like still coming off high off that Fort Worth win and they're going to forget, you know, hey, we need to compete at this event, you know, let's, you know, get it. They're probably going to go into the loser's bracket and make it all the way up to the semifinals and lose to who, whoever might, may ever be in it. I would say probably denial esports would be in the losers semifinals, just going over, up against evil genius with denial winning over them. And finally, Pool D is Midnight Esports, Hertix, UIU, and Accelerate Gaming. Midnight Esports is definitely doing great, you know, better than what I thought they were. Now, they did not have a great cross-division matchup, which, you know, it is sort of surprising and it's sort of not surprising. I mean, they're, they're great overall, regardless. But for Pool D, this is the death pool. That everybody calls it. So Midnight Esports, definitely, I think it's going to be the heavy favorites. Hertix is going to come in second place with that. Uh, UIU and Accelerate, they're going to struggle. And I think they're going to go into the loser's bracket and lose within the first round or two. But for the Pool D section in general, I'm going to give the Death Pool a, a D+. Plus. A D plus in the situation because of what I just said. Midnight Esports is really the only heavy favorites going into the pull D category. While the others are just going to be struggling to to even get a win in this event. So again, pull A is a B. Pull B is a A. Pull C, if I'm not mistaken, I think I just said a, a B minus. And then pull D, a D plus. Alright guys, so now next up, and this is actually my final subject of the day, and this is this is not on my computer screen or nothing else like that, but it was a topic that me and my friend were discussing. And I you know and I asked him, I was like, you know, who who do you think is gonna win the divisions uh in the NFL this year? You know, just breaking down the categories. He's like, uh I do like your enthusiasm, but you can't really judge it right now just based off of um anything right now <laughs> you, you cannot judge it because the draft has not even happened uh free agency is still going on pretty much yes free agency has slowed down a tremendous amount but free agency is still sort of going on and it won't end until what was the league standards in it like october 7th if i'm not mistaken because I remember keeping up with it all of last year's season, and then free agency was pretty much done and over with. I think, yeah, I think it was in October. I think like October fifteenth or something like that. But anyway, so it is too early to call these NFL seasons because you can't just say, you know, hey, the Falcons are going to win this season because this and this and this. No, free agent, like I said, free agency is not over with, and the draft has not even happened. You don't even have guaranteed people who are coming back or anything else like that. Because number one, we got Grady Jarrett and two Julio Jones. And for that matter of reasons, I, I, me personally, I think Julio Jones is going to be more of the heavy favorite going into this of who we're going to keep, which honestly I'm going to be happy, very happy about. But with uh, Grady Jarrett, I'm I'm a little scared because I'm I'm just so afraid he's not going to show up to the voluntary uh, OTAs 
for the Falcons. And this is going to be one of those situations like, oh, okay, well, they haven't really worked out a situation. You know, what's Craig Jarrett going to do? Is he going to still participate? Or is he going to not show up like a Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown and, you know, hold out until he gets his money? So, guys, uh, anyways, that is all the time I have for today. I sure hope you did enjoy it. If you did, make sure to hit that like button on both SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Till then, guys, I, Morgan, catch you all later. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.